I'm Megan. Um, once again, I'm a compulsive overeater and bulimic. Um, hello. Um, I'm by way of uh, Los Angeles, California. I live in Inglewood, actually. And um, I believe Nancy found me on my um, home meeting, which is a women's meeting in Santa Monica on Sundays. Um, I have been in program um, for 11 and a half years. I um, have relapsed once. Um, I'm going to show you what, without program, what I normally look like. So glad we can share screens here. I always think pictures are uh, great. Sometimes in LA, we get bombed so much, we just can't even share screens. So um, the woman um, to the right side of the photo is what I normally like to look like. Um, and when I say like to look like, that's how I feel more comfortable in the world, between 285 to 300 pounds. Right now, um, I'm about 235, um, and of course I want to be like 220, 215, but that that's who I am because of program. Um, I got rid of a couple of tires of a car twice in program. This time out of relapse, I am, um, I am, uh, thank you for letting me share that picture. I hope that gives some people some motivation just to keep on going during COVID. Um, um, this time I've been in program, uh, been abstinent from purging, um, food and, um, constantly packing on weight or staying at an unhealthy body weight for me. Um, and, um, that's been three years. So I've done that. Um, let's see, there were some other requirements that Nancy sent me that you guys like to hear. <laughs> How long in program, years abstinent or not, we've also gained. Okay. So once I, once I leave, um, meaning programs, the way of life, I would definitely become, um, a size 24 without a doubt. I have been maintaining a size 16 for these last three, um, years. And that's a miracle for me. You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people be like, Oh, she's still too heavy. She's too heavy. I'm, um, five, seven and a half. Most people always say I'm five, ten. Um, my knees are better. I can run with my nephew. I, um, you know, during this COVID, I got me an exercise machine. Who knew that that would be what I would do? Um, I am not afraid of showing any of you what I have in my house to eat today. Um, it's perfect timing that I um, have to speak because my IBS has flared up because of stress. I believe it's related to the unemployment, which I am unemployed. I work in television and film. I'm unemployed. I believe my IBS is flared up because the extra unemployment money is gone that we had been getting. And what I have found is I am a kind of person when my health is affected by stress, it takes me like two weeks or three weeks to catch up to the actual reason why, if I even find out. But I'm very tight in my belly all the time. I can't eat a lot of things. It just, you know, so being in a meeting when I know I have to eat, for, um, so that I don't hurt myself inside, it just reinforces the program I already have. Um, I, um, speaking of tools, um, things that I have found.
pounds that um, that are working for me the most during COVID. My Sunday night meetings, having a um, having a commitment there helps. Um, the other thing is I signed up to be our OALA intergroup um, tech support. So when we have our big meetings, I'll be the person that'll be making people co-host, getting rid of trolls, X, Y, and Z. So, um, and I and I'm I'm really happy to be able to do that. Um, sometimes technology is a little more challenging for other members and. Some members only have their cell phones, their laptops aren't working in the right way. So, so I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very happy to be able to do that um, for my, my inner group today. Um, literature, um, a new beginning, um, is one of my most favorite books. Um, and there's a line in here that really sticks with me. And the woman says in her line. My spiritual barometer, um, it's a spiritual barometer story, and she says, I've been abstinent now for several months, and things are looking up already. My veggies are up to 50% and climbing. The fog is lifting, and visibility is much improved, thanks to Loving HP, a wonderful sponsor, and my veggies. I'm working an abstinent program. And basically what she's saying is that her spiritual barometer is what her plate looks like. And I, and I really like that. Um, I've been, sometimes I talk down about myself um, because, you know, I haven't taken off some more weight or, you know, I don't have this or that or I'm not as active as I want to be in my life. But my sponsor, which is a great tool to have, she, me and her speak once a week on Wednesdays and um, basically go over things. And I think about my spiritual barometer. Um, Majority of the food I eat is not out of emotion today, and that is a miracle. I'm not saying that it's perfect. This situation is very abnormal, very abnormal. But I can tell you this recovery, I've not brought a power bar or candy bar in my house since the start of it. And for this woman, it's a miracle. I mean, that 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 is a true miracle. So... And then I had something that had sugar in it that I didn't think that had refined sugar in it. As soon as I tasted it, I could tell. So I have let my palate develop into a clean way of eating just by being home and not interacting with people, and that's a blessing for me. I also, um, for my food, I do go to Weight Watchers, which, which helps me. I'm a very analytical person, and they talk a lot about science around food. And that helps me. So that half hour that I pop in on my little Zoom meeting for Weight Watchers helped my sponsor. She really didn't want to do food. She was like, you can send it to me once a week. But I knew that's not what I needed, but I needed my sponsor. I'm also in AA. And um, um, she's OA and AA, a double winner. And so I knew with my life, because sometimes I'll be working, you know, 18-hour days on set, um, you know, and then I'm just so, so busy, but Weight Watchers works in a way for me that um, I can track my my food in a healthy way where it's not obsessive, so I can just see where I am so that I can come up with a way of eating that gives me to um, sanity around food so that I'm not binging, I'm not hurting myself, um, and also it also tracks your activity and also gives you little activity things to do, so I like that 
for me. It's a great extra outside piece of help that I use. A couple of people who've been 100 pounders in um, where I used to live in the valley, and they used to use the points for their uh, weight maintenance, and I didn't know what they were. So when my sponsor was just saying, I prefer not to, she's getting older, which I had no idea if my sponsor was old. She looks, she looks amazing. Um, <laughs> it's easier for her with my particular schedule if I just send it to her once a week, and I was like, I need more accountability. And so going and not having another active person, but having the technology is fine. It's fine enough for me, so I do that around that. Um, but with the IBS, you can't have a lot of food um, that are fruits and vegetables. Um, it affects me in a weird way. So it's been interesting how I've had to navigate in this last week and a half with this extra stress. And so I just do it with programs, and I am um, hopeful um, and try to be of uh, service to my fellows so that the Randy's Donuts, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the big one in uh, Los Angeles that's very iconic, but I live down the street. Like, on my walk, I walk by it. I'm, I'm just hoping that um, I'm strong enough to um, stay, stay away from it. Um, other things that um, I'm doing um, in program is I am writing, and it is a lovely, lovely tool. Um, I have been in programs and have stayed abstinent through um, my sponsor, who I was with for um, eight years of my recovery passing. She passed, and we were we were very close, like so close that I lived with her for a period. We were we were very very close, and not in um, a codependent way. Um, I was going through um, a very rough health time. She was losing her eyesight. Her boyfriend wanted to take her around the country. So for me to save on rent, I moved into her house while she traveled around the country with her boyfriend, and I kept her dog safe. And then when she came back, my health had improved, and I was able to move out. And then she eventually retired to Vegas from Los Angeles, and we still kept, kept in touch and saw each other. Um, when I was with her, um, you know, um, and, and I always still have in her, she taught me this. She said every day, now after I worked the 12-step with her, she said you do three acts of kindness that no one knows you do. And I was like, what? And she said, so yeah, so at the grocery store, you're, you know, you take the carts back and you put them in the right area. You, you know, and... Thinking about that in quarantine has been very difficult, but I have found little ways of doing things for people that they don't ask for or that they can't know it's me to just help me to help that shift. Because sometimes my mind doesn't want to automatically go to doing a full 10 step or work working the steps or even think about that. But for me, doing those kind of selfless acts puts me in the mind frame of being a right side person in program, which to me, the 12 steps make you right side, you know, and once your mind can become right side, other things can become right side. I believe, I believe that's, that's how we So writing has helped 
tremendously with that attitude that my sponsor who passed away told me. And then my current sponsor, when we got together, she knew I had been in program for a long time. We had known each other, even though I was coming out of relapse. She had me work the steps one, one through four with her. Then after four, she said she knew me, and we um, just had to, like, keep keep in contact because we live on different sides of town. L.A. is really big. Like, I'm sure in the Bay, you guys understand. There might be people in San Jose who, you know, you, you can't see, especially in this day and age. And so with that, I have had to do a lot of writing around the two things that trip me up with food today. One is my single life. I still have a lot of shame around being a single woman at the age of 42, um, never being married or in a long-term relationship. I'm almost getting kind of emotional just talking about it with you guys this morning. But um, I have to write about it. Um, I also seek outside help around it. And another thing is navigating the workplace as a woman of color. These two instances, these two things I have found being in quarantine are in my head more than my extra belly fat. Um, oh, it would be nice to have Oreos. Like, those thoughts of extra food or extra body, whatever, aren't taking me over but those two issues. And so I know that when I'm working at work, when I'm living my life like we were pre-COVID, I wasn't able to attend to those issues. So now I am through, through writing. And um, I also have another thing that's been great. A group of girlfriends and I, we have a Marco Polo group. Um, if you're not familiar with, with, with Marco Polo, you can just go in and you can just talk about things, leave a video, and then people can see it and respond back. And so it's three of us. We're all over the country now. Sorry, it's four of us. Two of us are in L.A., one's in Detroit, one's in um, Nashville. And we've been able to talk about a lot of those issues that I've been going through, which is great, so that I can just sit and write uh, exercises. Um, I have all of my 12-step books that um, I'll just pick up and just open up something if I can't think of anything. Um, it, it just it just helps tremendously. It just it helps tremendously because it helps me make the raw spots or the spots that I pushed down um, when I stuffed. Um, and not just stuff with food. Sometimes I just stuff with action or uh, television or extra sleep. But now that things have come up, you know, when I feel like I'm not being seen or heard, how that makes a person feel. And majority of the people on this call that I see were women. And I definitely know that women feel that way for sure. There's always a time when a woman can relate to not being seen or heard just because of of what we look like. And then so with me, I have to say, you know, I have to be honest. So there's, there's a lot of times in life I don't want to be honest and say, oh, I think that that was racist, that, that this happened to me. And that hurts because it makes me feel a lot of shame and around who I am. And so with programs, I am able to be able to deal with those issues in a way that still makes me a woman of integrity. It makes me a woman who is more command of my emotions. And when I say command of my emotions, I acknowledge them. I'm not stuffing them. I can be vulnerable. I can be strong. Um, you know, all of the spiritual principles in the steps are how, are how I can live my life when I work the tools of the program. 
you know, um, to the best of my ability, you know. All of us don't know how this is going to end up. But one, one thing I do know is that if I continue, there are some days I have serenity. Like last week, I, it was actually a decent week for me. I don't know how this week is going to be, but it was decent, you know. So thank you for letting me share. I'm eager to hear what all of you have to say. Goodbye.